What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It's time for Clips and Sports Talk with Lawton Swan. Ready, Just call me Swanee. Finally, Clemson Sports Talk has come back to drive time. Hello, everybody. Lawton Swan back in the saddle. Once again, it is the show that shakes the Southland. Clemson Sports Talk for you each and every afternoon as you make your way around the great state of South Carolina and beyond. Listening to us on amazing radio stations like Fox Sports Radio 1400 in the Midlands. Sports Radio 100.1, The Fan in Florence, 920 AM in Manning. Happy Friday, a big weekend up in Tigertown. The number one ranked Clemson Tigers taking on the seventh ranked Miami Hurricanes, 1v7, Death Valley under the lights, ABC, nationally televised. Looking forward to it. Tommy Bowden joins the program in our number one. Clemson Tom joins the program in our number two. So that's where we'll begin today out of the gates with the former Clemson Tiger head coach Tommy Bowden here on the program. Always good to catch up with Coach. Always good to catch up with Coach Bowden. Uh, hope to uh, spend some quality time with him here uh, on the show today. Not sure what happened there. That was a little, what I would call a uh, a little hitch Hello. in the giddy up. We got Coach with us here. Coach Bowden, how are you? Welcome back to Clemson Sports Talk. Good to have you back on, man. Yeah, big game this weekend now, Miami Clemson. Yeah, huge game this weekend. But but first, uh, if you don't mind, uh, you know, your father's name was in the news this past week with COVID-19. And you, you know how much we revere him here on this show. Uh, one of the, the greats in the history of college football. How is uh, Coach Bowden doing? Yeah, he's doing pretty good. For He'll be, no, he'll be 91 November the 8th. But uh, had just some minor uh, respiratory problems, you know, not real, real serious, and uh, didn't have any fever, some of the more serious symptoms, but just uh, a little fatigued uh, the other day and some uh, uh, some shortness of breath and decided to take him to the hospital. He didn't want to go. They took him kicking and scratching and fighting, but uh, he uh, should be in probably another four or five more days and hopefully be home. I great, great. Well, I hope that – well, thank you for keeping us up. I know our thoughts and prayers grow out to him and, of course, your mom, Ann, and, uh, you know, just a, a legend in this business and one of the greats to ever do it, Coach Bobby Bowden down at Florida State, Tommy Bowden, his son, with us here on the program today. And, Coach, you mentioned that it is a big weekend in Tigertown, number one versus number seven. You know, interestingly enough, Clemson's never beaten Miami in Death Valley, and uh, you were a part of, a, I believe, a couple of those games that were just unbelievable in this series very early on when they came into the league. 
Yeah, I remember. I think one was a triple overtime where I had a heart attack just about. But uh, yeah, you know, they were. Uh, they, I think they won the national championship in. You might know, is it two thousand? Right around there. 2000, 2000, 2001, Yep, right. Yes, sir. Yeah, right in there. You know, just a completely different team than what they have been the last few years. And we played good. I know we beat them down in Miami. And I know we lost a triple overtime in Clemson. I don't know how many times we played in Clemson. I don't know if it was once or. Once oh for two, yeah. oh for two oh, in Clemson. One time, uh, twenty ten, I think, after you uh, had already left. But yeah, so the triple overtime game is the one that I think sort of uh, so many people remember because uh, first off, Miami coming into Death Valley that day, but then the triple overtime, uh, another big aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, that. and I think uh, when we beat them down in Miami, I think they were they had about like a fifty game home winning streak or some some kind of long winning streak, but they are, you know, they're not as talented as they were, but uh, if Clemson doesn't take them serious, then, then Miami will have a chance to keep it close. If, if Clemson is serious, and I think they will be. Dabo has shown that he can really prepare his teams, especially the, the bigger the game, it seems like him and his staff have really got the recipe on, on preparing the team. I, I don't think it'll be, I think the bookies got a 17-point game, maybe? Yes, sir. Between 14 and 17, depending on where you look, and you know, you think back just a couple of years ago, this was the matchup in the ACC championship. It was number one, Clemson, oddly enough, number seven, Miami in that one. And uh, Clemson 38-3 to pretty much blew the doors off of the Hurricanes. When you've been where Miami's been, you, much like maybe Florida State even, when your dad was there, when you've been at the top, how hard is it to kick back through, do you think, when you're sort of down on your luck, if you will, and you're trying to get over a hurdle like Clemson? Well, you know, it, it, obviously you got to have the right guy in charge, head coach, and you got to have a good staff. But your players have really got to have the desire to, to bring it back. And there's a personality, there's an attitude, there's leadership qualities, all those things that you have to have in the chemistry of a team. But uh, they had them with the great Miami teams with Warren Sapp and Ed Reed and, and some of those guys were just great players uh, and, and uh, as, as Clemson's had recently. But uh, it's really, really hard, especially if you don't get the right players that want to get it back there because you really have to work at a higher uh, level of intensity and, and, and uh, time and your preparation. Your work ethic has really had to be increased to, to reach that level of success that Clemson has now that, and Miami had in the past. But if you don't have a head coach who knows how to get you there, if you don't have players that want to get there, It'll take a long time. You might not ever do it. Clemson, Miami has not done it since uh, back in the old days. Former Clemson Tiger head coach Tommy Bowden here on the program, of course, uh, instrumental in bringing Dabo Sweeney, Clemson's current head coach, to Tiger Town and uh, the job that he's done. Coach, one of the things I, I would say this: I, I think if I was going to talk about your father and and, and yourself and, and Dabo Sweeney, you guys always had like an interesting quote or a, an interesting thing that you might say. This past week, Dabo Sweeney said this phrase. I never heard it in my life. I grew up in the South. He said that they were in your grits. Have you ever heard that somebody was in your grits when they're getting after you on the gridiron? Oh, yeah, I've heard that, but that's <laughs> nice of you to include me with Dabo and my father, but I didn't like quite reach that level of success. Huh? I appreciate well, you really, really the, the quips, me a little bit. The quips, Coach. You always, had a good, you, always had a good, you always had a good quip, though. You always had a good saying. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that, and I never use that. I, I wasn't a big grits man myself. But, uh, <laughs> I, but, but I, I have heard that being from the, the, spent a lot of time in the South. 
Well, and watching this Clemson Tiger team, Coach Sweeney was asked about getting players that were are self-motivated. And, and you've been on the gridiron and, and, and out there recruiting these guys. And we talked about this before. You know, it, you can measure guys 40. You can measure how many reps he can do with 225. You can't really measure the size of a guy's heart and, and, and seeing that. That's probably the toughest thing to evaluate. Would you agree? Oh, yeah, there, there, there's no doubt. You know, and that is the biggest thing. You can get the, the measuring tape and you can, like, they get his 40-yard dash times, orange bench press and all that. But, you know, will he quit on you? And how hard will he fight and will he hold the rope for the guy beside him? And uh, and then when you get the program like Dabo has now, my father had at Florida State, Nick Saban's got the peer pressure of players on players to perform at a high level, not take a playoff or a rep off during practice. That's where I think some of the greater teams are made when the peer pressure of teams uh, that, that want that high level of success. And right now, uh, Clemson has an abundance of those players. And they put pressure on themselves and on their teammates uh, to, to not take a playoff or, or a rep off or a day off in practice. Tommy Bouton's with us every week to take a look ahead to Clemson's matchup and the rest of the games across the country, major marquee games in college football every Friday afternoon. Make sure you're locked in at 4 o'clock as we kick it off in the Midlands, 6 o'clock as we kick it off in the PD and the Low Country. And Coach, I would also think about from you know the, the standpoint of young players playing early, like Brian Brzee on the defensive line, Miles Murphy for Clemson on the defensive line. It, it's it's not unusual maybe for a five-star running back to get into play or a five-star quarterback to even play uh, to a degree. But defensive linemen, it, it's a tougher – it seems like it's a tougher mountain to scale. But these two young guys at Clemson, these two true freshmen, uh, really have kind of fit the billing of that next-level type athlete that Clemson's really been looking for. And it, it shows you how great players they are because, like you said, tailback usually is seven yards away from the nearest competition. He's got seven, seven yards and he progresses toward the line of scrimmage to see things and make decisions. Defensive linemen, offensive linemen are six inches apart. Any kind of hesitation, any kind of indecision, any kind of doubt or poor technique, then a chance. And that, that just goes to show you, when you bring a defensive lineman in that can play as early as, uh, as Clemson's has, the quality of the athlete is really, really good. Because those positions, offensive line, defensive line, usually take a year, a redshirt year, another year, and maybe an, another year, and you get two good years out of them or, or two and a half. So that tells you the quality of the athlete. I, I wonder, too, we talk about a lot of times the uh, specialization of sports to a degree, and I, I think about players who maybe came in uh, during your tenure there, whether we talk about Ricky Sapp or maybe even Daquan Bowers, two guys out of uh, the Bamberg, South Carolina area. And at schools like that, you know, two-way high school football, maybe that guy has to play tight end. So maybe the head coach at high school doesn't want him to bulk up and, and, and be too big. But is, is it possible that what we're also seeing is that when guys recognize how good they can be at the next level of this specific position, they're just saying, hey, look, I, I just want to be a defensive lineman. I want to weigh 285 pounds when I arrive on campus because they're coming in pretty much ready-made. They really are, but I think a lot of it goes back to the attitude that high school have, have now uh, as far as their year-round preparation. Of course, you like multi-sport athletes in high school. And a lot of them, football players, either go from basketball to track to baseball, which is good. But the ones that don't, 
they're in the weight room and the and the and the the strength and conditioning programs of high schools now are very advanced and uh, i think that's a lot of reason also is because you're getting a, a guy that has really really matured physically uh because of the the quality of the strength conditioning program in high school it did it did not used to be that way tommy bowden on the show that shakes the southland this afternoon coach so if you're Manny Diaz in Miami, and you're coming into this ball game against a, a Clemson team that's looking for their 25th consecutive home win. We know all the accolades that they've had over the past few seasons. Uh, what are you trying to tell your team ahead of this ball game, realizing maybe how quickly Clemson can really jump on you? Because from my perspective sitting here today, I feel like Miami is very excited. They feel good about themselves and what they've done so far. But if they take a couple of punches, I don't know how they respond. So what would you say to that team if you were the head coach? Well, I think that what you have to do is you try to prepare them mentally and say, listen, Clemson is really talented. They're going to have some big plays. They're going, to knock you, they're going to knock you down, get you back on your heels. Don't panic. We've got to get to the game the fourth quarter. But don't be surprised if they jump on you quick because of the, their, their talent level and skill level. So if he can keep those guys composed, if Clemson goes up 10 or Clemson goes up 13 points, and if he just keeps them, you know, not turning the ball over, playing with great enthusiasm and get it to the fourth quarter, that's easier said than done. But the biggest thing is that Miami, they have to survive the first couple of rounds and don't get, don't get knocked out. And I'm sure he's going to talk about, boy, don't be giving up big plays. You know, do your job, but don't give up big plays. Let's keep it close in the fourth quarter where they got a chance. In your career, how often did the crowd, did you think, impact your team's play? Because we, what we've seen in college football this year is that the home field advantage just doesn't really exist the way it typically does. <laughs> no. So, no. you know, when you went into Dope Campbell to take on your father's Florida State team, you knew that crowd was going to have an impact. But, I mean, did you ever – Riding in the plane back home, think, golly, if there just wasn't a crowd, I think we might have we might have had them that day. Yeah, every year I came back from Wake Forest, I thought that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I came seen at Wake Forest and Duke. I said, man, alive, we just had a crowd. But Clemson is one of the places unique college environments, especially over the last eight, 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 seven, or eight years, where they've had so much success. Where the crowd is a factor, and football is a game played with emotion and energy, and enthusiasm, and effort, and it's easy to ignite that. The It's easy for the crowd to ignite that with their players, because that's how they have, that's how you have to play it. You can play it for 60 plays or 70 plays, and uh, places like Clemson, the crowd is a huge factor, and just the opposite, you know, with plays where the environment is not as what you're used to at Clemson. You really have to try to prepare your players mentally. Coach Chris Fowler of ESPN said that the underdog role uh, was built into Dabo's DNA, and you've known him since he was a college player, and I think we've probably hashed out y'all's relationship uh, 10 times or more uh, during the many years you've been a part of this program. But when you were coaching him and, and he was younger, did you see that in his DNA, in his gut, that underdog mentality? Well, since I was a, you know, like Dabo, I was a walk-on also, and then I was partial toward walk-ons as players, and Dabo was a walk-on from in Alabama, and, I was partial that guys that came out, put the same effort, and didn't get any money. They got nothing. Had to go get you – know, after practice, their dorm was closed food. They, they just had to go get something. So uh, those guys, what I find out, are usually overachievers. And, uh, and, and he is definitely an overachiever. 
as a player. And I think that carries on in his coaching. I think he coaches with a chip on his shoulders. Uh, and, you know, it's like a long time of his career. He could not get a coordinator's job. And I, and I think he said, okay, when I get one, I'll show you. I, and so he's got a couple chips on his shoulder. One, I think it's an overachiever as a walk-on. And then the other, other is that he spent so long without being a coordinator that he'll say, hey, if I get a chance, I'll show you. So, yeah, he's got a, he's got a great, uh, right now, I think, background for having success as a coach because of, it's, it's a, us against the world or me against the world or I'll show you an overshooting uh, mentality. Just a few more minutes with former Clemson Tiger head coach Tommy Bowden here on Clemson Sports Talk today. Also this weekend, Florida State and Notre Dame, oddly an Atlantic Coast Conference matchup with Notre Dame being in the ACC this year, which is unique, and Florida State uh, needing to, to really rebound. I don't feel great about the Seminoles' chances, and it's weird for me to think <laughs> – it's weird for me to think, though, Coach, that you know this is a game that's not really all that you – know, not being talked about all that much simply because of where Florida State is because in most years – those two teams getting together on national TV on NBC, I mean, that would be at the top of the marquee. Yeah, it really would be. But like I say, Florida State has not performed very well in the first couple of games against Miami and, and uh, Georgia Tech. And then uh, Jacksonville State down like, 21 to 3 yeah. before they came back and won, won pretty large. So they have not been very impressive. And, uh, and they have, unfortunately, they've got talent, they've got some really good players. I think you know Miami and Florida State are behind Clemson, but the, the two teams with the next best talent in, in the conference. So they have underperformed. And uh, but one thing about that is, is any any week if they start hitting on all cylinders, then they can be a problem for you. And and this might be the week for uh, Florida State. I, I think Mike Norville's the right guy for Florida State, but uh, he's, he's kind of really started out behind the eight ball. Well, I was going to ask you, is it possible that they are the second most talented team maybe from top to bottom? If we look at recruiting rankings in the ACC, I should say, if we look at recruiting rankings, that argument probably could be made over the past five years. Yeah, oh, I think they, I think them and Miami definitely, when you want to look at the defensive front, defensive end, linebackers that can run, skill people, wide outs, running backs, things of that nature. I, I think, yes, they, they definitely have Miami and Florida State are definitely the second most talented team in the conference. Now, there's significant distance between Clemson and Miami and Florida State, but uh, uh, Miami and Florida State, there's 14 teams in the ACC. They're going to have better talent than uh, 11 of them, you know, other, other than Clemson. So, yeah, it puts you at a tremendous advantage, at least from a talent standpoint, when you go out every Saturday. Coach, we haven't seen all the teams. We only have about a minute and a half left. We still got the Big Ten and the Pac-12 to get out there, and I'm assuming Ohio State's probably in your top four. But of the teams that you have seen, I mean, who's looked the best to, in, in your opinion? Well, I think the ones that I've seen, I've seen on Saturday, and they really look good. Georgia didn't look good the first week, looked good the second week. Georgia, Florida has found a quarterback. They haven't had one in so long. It's been productive. But Florida, uh, Florida Georgia, and Alabama – can't tell about Tennessee, but other than Clemson right now in the ACC, then you take those uh, those three SEC teams, and I'm anxious to see Ohio uh, State, Penn State, Wisconsin. Those have been the three Big Ten teams the last few years that have been the most productive. So once you throw them in, unfortunately, man, the Big Twelve has been such a huge disappointment. And you just you know they're not in the conversation. And uh, so uh, I like uh, Clemson, I like Alabama. 
Georgia, and Florida right now would be the top four teams. If you get a playoff, those are, those are probably playoff teams right there. Tennessee's at Georgia this weekend, so they'll get a chance to uh, prove what they can do. Coach, we always appreciate you. Thank you so much for your time. Hey, have a good week. Thank you. Tommy Bowden here on the show that shakes the Southland goes with uh, Clemson and then three teams from the SEC, essentially the top four teams in the country. Not really surprising. Man, there are some big matchups this weekend. We kind of brought up some of the games in the ACC yesterday here on the program. Let's take a look around. I mentioned Tennessee at Georgia. That ball game's a big one. There are many more on the docket. We'll tell you about them. Here's your chance to win $1,000. Text the nationwide keyword money to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. That's money to 200-200. Now, Columbia's most dependable traffic. Sponsored by Pope Davis Tire and Automotive. Home of the best tire prices in Columbia. Guaranteed. Fox Sports Radio 1400 traffic. Good afternoon. Got a couple of accidents to tell you about. Augusta Highway at Wing Hill Drive and 12th Street at Hall Avenue. From the 103.5 FM WVOC Traffic Center, I'm Gary Mills with Columbia's most dependable traffic. This report is sponsored by Blue Cross Blue Shield of South Carolina Service Benefit Plan. They say defense wins championships. Defense protects your health, too. If you're a federal employee in South Carolina, active or retired, the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Service Benefit Plan packs a wallop. Learn more at FEPBlue.org. We've been standing beside federal employees since 1960. Hey, golfers. Have you been to the golf capital of the world yet? Myrtle Beach Golf offers a variety of custom packages featuring nearly 80 courses. Golfers have the option to create the exact experience they're looking for. Plus, Myrtle Beach Golf provides top-notch accommodations with over 15 resorts, all guaranteed to be a hole-in-one. Come join us for a short drive away in Myrtle Beach for your best golf trip by par. Book now at MyrtleBeachGolf.com. For 28 years, the professional staff of the Hobbs Group and Hobbs Group Advisors has been dedicated to helping others achieve their financial goals by delivering quality, objective financial and accounting solutions to a diverse client base of individuals and businesses all over South Carolina. We offer tax and audit services, bookkeeping, payroll, litigation support, employee benefits, personal financial planning, investment management, and insurance services. Please call us at 803-799-0555 or visit our website, HobbsCPA.com, to learn more about our people and services. At AAA. Heating and Air, get an instant manufacturer's rebate of $1,500 plus 0% financing for qualified applicants and a 15-year parts and labor warranty. Call 677-1500 today. Triple A Air when you need us. Triple A Heating and Air. When you get in your car, you need the best directions to get where you want to be. You will arrive at your retirement in eight years. The same is true for your retirement. You need a voice to guide you along the way. Join Pat Struby for Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Pat's 18 years of experience can help make your retirement journey feel like a drive down easy street. Arriving at your retirement. Saturdays, 6 a.m. on Fox Sports Radio. And Saturdays at noon and Sundays at 9 on 560 WVOC. For Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. I opened a 401k. So you're giving up. Just like that. Giving up on what? On getting an inheritance from a distant relative. Don't you think if there were a billionaire in the family, we'd know about it by now? Listen to me. We are one phone call away from riding horses on our own private polo grounds. One call from christening yachts, having a butler using summer as a verb. How do you figure? Look, everyone's got a rich uncle somewhere. It's statistics. So the best thing you can do is just prepare for the inevitable. 
Right, which is why I thought maybe it would be smart to take control of my finances. You know, start using a budget, get out of debt, set some retirement goals. Budgets? Debt? You watch your mouth. Retirement shouldn't be a goal for us. It should be a way of life. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Major key alert. Don't ever play yourself. Life is like school. You will be tested, so pass it. Learn the real major keys to getting to college at GetSchooled.com. Stay focused. Now that's a major key alert. Brought to you by Get Schooled and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Clemson Sports Talk. Join the show in the chat room at ClemsonSportsTalk.com. It is the show that shakes the Southland. Clemson Sports Talk, Lawton Swan with you here on a Friday afternoon college football in the Atlantic Coast Conference. Number one versus number seven, Clemson and Miami. Looking forward uh, to that one coming up this weekend. So lots of games around the country that you're going to be wanting to lock into. And for, for a couple of reasons. One, look, your game's the nightcap your games the the top billing uh, you get you know you it, whether you're at the game you're one of the 20,000 tiger fans at the game or the hundreds of thousands of Clemson tiger fans sitting at home watching this game you get a chance to see pretty much everything else out in front of you it is a loaded day and and I know a lot of you'll have things that you got to do whether that's a soccer tournament or a baseball tournament or a track meet or cross country or whatever but there are a lot of really good games to tune into some in the ACC, some in the SEC, some overrated because of teams that ha- aren't playing yet, like teams in the Big Ten and the Pac-12, and uh, you know all of that sort of kind of falling in line with the narrative of this weird COVID nineteen season. But there really are some very good games. Now we had a game yesterday. Houston finally got a chance to play forty nine thirty one. Houston knocked off Tulane. Tonight, coming up in the Atlantic Coast Conference, it'll be Louisville at Georgia Tech, 7 o'clock on ESPN, Bobby Dodd Stadium. Our good buddy Roddy Jones going to be on the sidelines working that game. Make sure you check him out. Tweet at him. If you see Roddy on the TV tonight, tweet at him and say, Roddy, thank you for being a part of the show that shakes the Southland. But at noon tomorrow, Florida on the road at Texas A&M. Now, A&M last week took on Alabama. Well, they played Alabama. They didn't do much taking on. They pretty much took it on the chin. Uh, 52 to 24, the final score there. Uh, cementing my belief that Texas A&M was not a top 10 team. I'm not certain they're a top 25 team. But here's where they are fortunate. I don't buy Florida at number four. I didn't buy Florida last week. And South Carolina, I think, showed, and, and and listen, sorry to all of our Gamecock friends hanging out with us and, and peeking over the fence and being a part of this program. So you could continue to peek over the fence at the best radio show in the nation. Here's the truth. That Texas A&M team is a lot better than South Carolina. A lot better. 
And the Gamecocks will find that out in a few weeks when they take on the Aggies. I think they're going to really threaten Florida in this ballgame. And again, I don't know that this is a top 25 Texas A&M team. But I think they will challenge this Florida ball club. I think Florida's probably, in my mind, about number 10 in the country. Somewhere in that range, 10 to 11. Not a top five team. I think A&M's probably somewhere in the range of 28 to where they are 20, 21. And that means that there's not such a talent discrepancy. I think the real talent discrepancy in college football begins at about number three. Georgia. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson. I think those are your talent gaps. And then there's a big mess of teams from about 5 to probably 15. And then it's 16 and beyond. It's pretty much you could probably pick them out of a hat. I think that's going to be a good game noon on ESPN, Kyle Field, College Station. Crowd won't have an impact, but I think A&M's a lot better than the South Carolina team that pushed Florida a little bit last weekend. If South Carolina doesn't just shoot themselves in the foot, that game's competitive late. Virginia Tech, the number 19 team of the country, is on the road at North Carolina. That's also a noon kickoff on ABC. A battle of top 20 teams in the Atlantic Coast Conference. North Carolina last weekend almost defeated by Boston College. Big game for North Carolina, believe you me. I would also say uh, that if I'm watching games and it's unbelievable that it's not a bigger marquee matchup, how about the Red River rivalry? Number 22, Texas, at unranked, or versus unranked Oklahoma at the Cotton Bowl, noon on Fox. That, is that, a, that in old school wrestling days, that's, that might be considered like a loser leave town match. Lincoln Riley, Tom Herman, hot seat alert. Both of them, even though even though Lincoln Riley has had much more success than Tom Herman, to do what Oklahoma's done this year uh, doesn't make you feel the warm fuzzies if you're a Sooner fan for the future of your program. Losing back-to-back weekends to Kansas State and Iowa State. I mean, can you believe that? This is a team that most people thought was going to be in the college football playoff. There is a legitimate chance, a legitimate chance uh, that they could slip to one and three on the season out of the gates. But I get the feeling that with the state fair in town, everything that goes on during the Cotton Bowl, even though I think it's a drive-through this year, Oklahoma probably puts the offensive throttle down. Can Tom Herman's boys keep up? Big question there. 803-450-0086. You can hit us up on Twitter as well if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, We'd love to hear from you here. Also of interest locally, South Carolina is on the road at Vanderbilt, and that's a noon kickoff on the SEC network. Uh, I was speaking with a Gamecock friend earlier this week, and, and this is not hyperbole. This is not meant to... You know, scratch nails on the chalkboard for Gamecock fans listening to this show. 
If South Carolina loses at Vanderbilt tomorrow, they will start the season 0-6. They will enter the Mississippi game 0-6. They will take on Ole Miss 0-6 on November the 14th. You heard it here. If they lose this game to Vanderbilt, it'll be an 0-6 start. And Will Muschamp, I don't know. Some people have told me there's no chance he gets fired this year. I don't know if you're 0-6 going into the final four games of the season if those conversations aren't going to be festering up in the Midlands of South Carolina. Other big games in college football really kick off around 3.30 tomorrow. So you got a loaded slate at, at noon. Number four, Florida at A&M. Number 19, Georgia Te- uh, Virginia Tech excuse me, at North Carolina. Number 22, Texas and Oklahoma on a neutral site at the Cotton Bowl. And then locally, South Carolina at Vandy, the Gamecocks looking for their first victory of the season. All of those are the noon kickoffs, the main noon kickoffs, the kickoffs of interest for you, I would say. When we come back, 3.30, the headline game, much like Clemson's matchup against Miami, has some national interest. And I'll explain why when we get back. Stay with us. Group training is a fun, accountable way to get in shape. I'm Coach Stewart of Dynamic Health and Fitness. Come train with one of our special groups today. We will focus on giving you the support you need to get in shape. We use the Dynamic Mob, featuring intervals of cardio, functional training, and strength training to change your lifestyle to make you healthy. Get started today at any of our locations in Lexington or West Columbia, or call 803-408-4060 or online at dynamichealthclub.com. Tiger fans, look no further than the Tiger Sports Shop in Clemson for all your game day needs. Since 1974, they've brought you everything Clemson for the Clemson fan. With quality brands such as Nike, Antigua, Cutter & Buck, and Champion, plus many more. From hats to t-shirts to tailgate, the Tiger Sports Shop has all the Clemson gear a true Tiger fan needs. With two convenient game day locations in Tigertown, shop where I shop at Dr. I.M. Ibrahim's Tiger Sports Shop. They fuel the passion of Tiger fans everywhere. Check them out online tigersports.com Here's your chance to win $1,000. Text the nationwide keyword money to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. That's money to 200-200. Here's the forecast from the Red Shirt Guys Roofing. TheRedShirtGuys.com Some clouds tonight with lows in the low 60s. Tomorrow we'll see more clouds and a few scattered showers with highs right around 80. For Channel 25 ABC Columbia, I'm Chief Meteorologist John Farley. This report is sponsored by South Carolina Education Lottery. The Mega Millions jackpot for Friday is $60 million. Be sure to stop by your local South Carolina Education Lottery retailer and get your ticket today. Jackpot odds, 1 in 302 million, 575,350. Chris Domine is a husband and a father. Chris is an athlete. Chris is even an Iron Man. But 10 years ago, Chris was facing a very different story because his kidneys were failing. Basically, the doctor said, if you don't get a kidney transplant and if you don't do dialysis, you you are going to die. Fortunately, Chris received a second chance at life, made possible by an organ donor. You know, your well-being changes from loss of hope to hope to better times ahead. More than 100 million people in America are registered organ, eye, and tissue donors. People of every age and ethnicity because they believe it's the right thing to do. Imagine what you can make possible. 
by leaving behind the gift of life. Learn more and sign up as an organ, eye, and tissue donor. Go to organdonor.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Our military service members volunteer to protect us in the most dangerous places around the world. They step up. And when they are severely ill or injured, returning to their families is only the beginning of their long road home. Beyond all the hospitals and doctors and surgeries they need just to survive, they also deserve whatever they need to truly live. All the in-home care and day-to-day -day help they need to live independently on their own terms. Wounded Warrior Project long-term support programs were established to provide these brave men and women whatever they need to continue their fight for independence at no cost for life. So many of them need us, and it's time for a grateful nation to step up. Find out how you can do your part at findwwp.org. Want to hit a home run with your smart speaker? Alexa, play Fox Sports Radio 1400 on iHeartRadio. That sounds like a pretty good choice to me. Hitting the Fox Sports Radio on iHeartRadio. Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, that was pretty hilarious. I don't know if you heard it, but uh, that triggered my uh, Amazon Echo in the room. I, now I have to stop it. Uh, well, no, I'm not because you might be listening to the show. And I don't want to disrupt. 803-450-0086. 803-450-0086. Okay, so a couple of quick uh, things here. Clemson did just put out their uh, latest COVID-19 updates for the uh, this past week, uh, of course, with Clemson getting set to kick off uh, against Miami. Um, all eyes on those COVID-19 updates. But here's the thing. They don't tell you. Uh, you won't know about the players until, you know, who can play until tomorrow, about two hours before kickoff. So, you know, whether or not uh, Trevor Lawrence is available or not, you, you don't know. And And so that's one thing that, you not just need to recognize, but I, I think this entire season, you sort of have to take things with a grain of salt when it comes down to your record because you might have a game where a guy like Trevor Lawrence doesn't play. So we'll talk about that here momentarily. Other big games, though, in the country this weekend, and one that I think sort of like Clemson in Miami, as I mentioned before the break, is a game to eyeball is that CBS game at 3.30 between Tennessee and Georgia. Now look, Jeremy Pruitt in Tennessee, much like I would say Manny Diaz in Miami, feel like, and perhaps rightfully so, feel like they have taken strides forward, feel like they are being you know, more respected. Whatever you want to, however you want to judge them. And the Georgia Bulldogs, as I said a few minutes ago, and as Tommy Bowden reiterated, the Georgia Bulldogs are perhaps one of the top three teams in the country. And so if I am a 
Tennessee fan this week, or even a Tennessee football player, both of these coaches, Kirby Smart and Jeremy Pruitt, are uh, protégés of Nick Saban. But if you are, you know, if you are a kid at either of these schools or a fan of these schools, honest to goodness, especially at Tennessee, and and I'm gonna keep I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw Georgia in that for this reason and and maybe this reason alone. We're still sort of waiting on the Bulldogs to get back to where they were a couple of years ago where they had the Alabama Crimson Tide on the ropes in the national title, right? They lost to South Carolina a year ago. Not a great, not a great loss. And they have sort of been attempting to hold on to that magic. But with their quarterback situation, all the question marks, they, they have something to prove in this game, in my opinion. But then you flip it, and you look at Tennessee and compare them to Miami, as I did a few minutes ago. There's a team that has an opportunity to prove themselves and to build some credibility with people across the country. Because I still think that they are a program that's wishing to be great and not built to be great. And we'll see what happens with the Tennessee Volunteers in Georgia again. uh, That is a 3.30 game on CBS. That's the main SEC game uh, of the weekend uh, when you talk about, I guess, pecking order there in the SEC East. Also, other big games that I'm definitely going to have my eyes on. I like this Arkansas at Auburn game, 4 o'clock on ESPN. I think that's a sneaky good game to tune into simply because of what we saw from Auburn last weekend against Georgia. I saw some videos talking about uh, the the scheme with Chad Morris there and some of the things that they weren't doing offensively. And uh, with Arkansas, I got to tell you, I don't know uh, how good they are or how bad they are, but with Felipe Franks at quarterback, a guy you know I like, I think they got a steady hand there. Last weekend, they beat Mississippi State 21-14. Mississippi State was a team that beat LSU. Now, they also were handled pretty well in the opener by Georgia, but that's a sneaky good game, I think, 4 o'clock on ESPN to at least uh, peek in on and see if Arkansas is better than we expected. 7.30 ABC, marquee game in the Atlantic Coast Conference and across the country, number one Clemson in Miami. I don't need to talk to you about that game any more than I'm going to coming up in just a little bit, so we'll get you there. Uh, Florida State at Notre Dame, 7.30 NBC. We talked with Tommy Bowden about that one. How big would that game be if Florida State was a top-10 team, huh? How big would that game be? Tremendous. In Florida State, let's be honest, they just want to look respectable. Florida State just wants to look respectable. Two to ten, getting hammered by the same Miami team that Clemson's playing this again. Georgia Tech in the opener, struggling against Jacksonville State and Zarek Cooper, the former Clemson Tiger quarterback. Now you're on NBC nationally. Nationwide, you know, when 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 
when Notre Dame joined the Atlantic Coast Conference th- for this season, we knew there would be some advantages for teams to get on national television, to play on NBC. Yeah, and I can't honestly remember if, if Notre Dame was, or excuse me, if Florida State was already on Notre Dame's schedule. They may have been. It's kind of hard to keep up with everybody's schedules, and Googling that stuff is about impossible. But I will tell you, for Florida State, I think, much like Tommy Bowden mentioned, and I agree, I think they're one of the more talented teams in the Atlantic Coast Conference. But, dude, you gotta, you gotta, you got to play with a little passion, a little heart, a little desire. You can't get boat raced and run out of the gym by Notre Dame on national TV and expect to continue to keep recruiting well. How does Mike Norvell's team look? That's important. What do you project to kids that are tuning in? The best news of all, maybe for Florida State, Mike Norvell, most people might be watching Clemson and Miami. That might be your saving grace, that nobody's tuning in to see it if it gets ugly. The ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12 look genius right now. I'll tell you why they look genius when we get back. Stay with us here on the show that shakes the Southland. When a community grows, its hospital should grow too. And that's just what we're doing at Lexington Medical Center. We recently launched the largest hospital expansion project in South Carolina history. Our new 10-story patient tower will help us take better care of patients, including the tiniest infants who need special attention. It will also make room for the growing number of patients who need surgery and intensive care. At Lexington Medical Center, our mission to serve our community never wavers. We're here when you need us today, and we'll be there when you need us tomorrow. Let me tell you who I trust to protect my home and my family. Modern Exterminating. Hey, it's Lawton Swan, and when you need top quality service from a team that knows what bugs you, call Modern Exterminating, 765-2315. They're locally owned and offer a full complement of pest elimination services, including complete pest control, termite plans, moisture control, and more. Check out Modern Exterminating online at pestfreesc.com or give them a call today, 765-2315. Modern Exterminating. They know what bugs bugs you. Need quality HVAC solutions? Trust OnCall Plumbing, Heating, and Air. At OnCall, we're a team of experts providing heating, ventilation, and air conditioning services for homes and businesses in the Midlands. For any HVAC emergency, OnCall Plumbing, Heating, and Air is here 24-7 to serve you with trained technicians, not trained salespeople. Visit us online at OnCallSC.com to schedule a service today. OnCall Plumbing, Heating, and Air. Pick up the phone and we'll be right there. Call 781- I'm Alicia Kaufman-Quentin. My daddy, Billy Kaufman, opened Kaufman's Meat Plant at our present location in 1955. My family still works hard every day to ensure fresh quality cuts of beef, pork, and poultry. How about a tasty T-bone, ribeye, or New York strip steak? But to order at Kaufman's Meat and Place. Just look for the signs near the intersection of US-1 and I-20 in Lexington. Call us at 356-0076 to place your order. Kaufman's Meat and Place, when you want the very best your money can buy. At Shell, we know from the time you get up to the time you wrap up, there's a lot of meetups, eat-ups, and hurry-ups. So come to Shell and get three things done at once. Fill up with Shell V Power Nitro Plus to help keep your engine running like new. Save up with the Fuel Rewards Program and never pay full price for gas again. And snack up with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell. And engines that continuously use Shell V Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. See full terms and conditions at FuelRewards.com. 
I saved big money with the Progressive Home and Auto Bundle, so I finally bought that new set of golf clubs. Watch out, Fairway. Here I come. This is not a real testimonial. Sure, customers can save big with Progressive, but your other expenses won't just disappear. Are those clubs going to help you when the hot water heater dies? Also, it sounds like your money is better spent on golf lessons. Time to go shoot the course record. No, but maybe time for a reality check. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. In 1983, Diane Downs did something unthinkable to her children. She then showed up to her trial pregnant. Diane had gotten pregnant again. I don't think anyone in the press knew that yet. Join host Melissa Moore as she helps that child, Becky Babcock, navigate her connection to a killer. iHeartRadio is number one for podcasts, and it's easy to see why. Find Happy Face presents Two-Face on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mothers Against Drunk Driving supports victims of drunk driving, drug driving, and underage drinking at no charge. Call our 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. That's M-A-D-D dot O-R-G. Fox Sports Radio 1400. Online at foxsportsradio1400.com. On your phone with the iHeartRadio app. And on hundreds of devices like Alexa, Google Home, Xbox, and Sonos. And iHeartRadio station. Call me crazy. Call me crazy if you want. But here's the thing. The ACC, the SEC, and the Big Ten. You can hit us up. If you think I'm wrong, hit me up on Twitter at Clemson Sports. Text us 803-450-0086. The ACC, the Big 12, and the SEC look like absolute geniuses right now because of what's happening around the country in college football with COVID-19. Just going to give you a couple of little updates. First, I'll give you the good news from Clemson's standpoint is their COVID-19 update came out a little bit ago. Clemson completed 1,335 COVID-19 tests on student athletes and staff from October 2nd to October the 8th. A total of 15 individuals tested positive, including 12 student-athletes, or just 1.1% positive. Since June, Clemson has completed 8,770 COVID-19 tests with 156 positives, 121 of those student-athletes, 35 staff. That's a 1.8% positive rate with no hospitalizations. So those are good numbers. But what we what we have to remember, and I think we've seen this from, uh, if you've been keeping up with the news at all, uh, from Washington, D.C. with uh, COVID-19 in the White House and how quickly it can make a significant impact on a small environment or a place, you know, what they call the super spreader type moments or events. and a locker room seems like a place that could be pretty scary uh, or pretty concerning might be the right word uh, for that type of spread. And I think we've been fortunate not to see it at Clemson. You have seen it at other places though. 
Les Miles testing positive for COVID-19, the head coach of the uh, Kansas Jayhawks. We heard that news uh, a little bit earlier in the week. That news came out yesterday. Miles, 66, learned of his positive result on Thursday and has been isolating at his home. He will handle his head coaching responsibilities remotely and will not attend any of the team's upcoming practices. That's one. Florida Atlantic versus Southern Miss postponed due to COVID-19. The SEC now having to warn of fines and bans for COVID-19 violations. We saw fans at games in different venues at Georgia, SMU. Now, I know that's not in the SEC, but fans not being responsible with COVID-19. Baylor has halted all football activities due to COVID-19. And then looking at some of the numbers nationally, coronavirus spread. We knew the fall, the cooler temperatures was not going to help given our knowledge of viruses and the weather. We're already seeing globally that the number of cases are going up. Now, the good news is while cases are rising, since we've been learning about COVID-19 since March, treatments are better. Death rates are down, but what we are beginning to see is an uptick in the number of people that are infected with COVID-19. Why is the ACC, why why does the ACC, why does the SEC, why does the Big 12 look like geniuses? Well, because when you look at the limited number of games that the Big 10, where are they located? The North, the Midwest, the North Midwest. The weather and the temperatures are quicker to approach cooler levels, which is better for this virus. And they haven't even started their seasons yet, guys. They haven't even started their year. And you see games already in a lot of these places like Baylor, the Deep South, struggling. Houston was struggling to find games to play because of teams with COVID-19. It is very hard for me to believe at this point. Mark your calendars, October the 9th, 2020. It's hard for me to believe that the Pac-12 and the Big Ten are going to get through enough games for anybody to really qualify. I think that you're going to, especially given their stringent rules with 21 days and and, and being out, I I just think it is going to be tough for me to believe that Ohio State and Michigan and Penn State play every game that they're supposed to play and that we have a fair assessment of those teams. I believe that the teams in the ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12, well, I'll keep Oklahoma State in the argument for now did themselves an incredible service by starting as early as they could, not really delaying too long, and just going for it. And this was the, this was the thing. Like You remember when I said, I, I don't know that we'll play. But there also became a threshold in this conversation where I said, look, if you can't, if you can't play now, 
And it doesn't look like you're going to be able to play later, or if you're going to still have those same types of concerns later, then maybe it's okay to just roll the ball out there and see how it goes. Do everything you can to mitigate it. Do everything you can to make sure you can get the games in and keep everybody healthy. But if you don't know about January, why not give her a shot in in September? And that's what these teams have done. They've given it a shot. It's working for most. We've had a few that haven't been able to get on the gridiron as much as they would like. We've had some games that have had to been postponed. And again, the bye weeks and things of that nature, we've talked about how, uh, I don't know, there may have been a better way to do it by backlogging your schedule with two bye weeks that you could plug in at any point along the way, if necessary buy-in, so to speak, or if necessary buys, so to speak. But I got to tell you, the ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12, dude, high five for at least making a tough choice. But I think looking back on it, uh, the wiser choice, because it's going to be harder to do everything now. Clemson Sports Talk with Lawton Swan on Columbia's home for sports. Fox Sports Radio 1400.